What's up, guys? This is the Geeks of the Galaxy podcast. I'm Brett Medlock, here today, as always, with Oscar Rendon. Hello. Oscar, how you doing? I'm doing great. That is fabulous. If you're new to the podcast, every single week we react to the latest Marvel and DC news, and we throw in some video games and other shenanigans. But lately we've been reacting to all of the Marvel Studios TV series. Now, on to What If, Episode 2. What'd you think? What did I think? Uh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was a lot of fun. This is what I thought of when I thought of What If. Like, crazy, out-of-the-box like ideas like thanos somehow being a part of the guardians of the galaxy <laughs> yeah so we'll get it oh yeah full spoilers by the way full spo- obviously full spoilers if yeah. you're if you're listening to this and then after what if we're going to talk about titans episodes one through three and our reaction to the eternals trailer but let's go ahead and deep dive into this episode i gotta say i'm kind of confused because i always thought what if as a concept would be what if this one thing happened how else would the world change but there are some things that don't really connect. Like, he's Star-Lord, but this guy acts like a totally different character than he does in the movies. Yeah. I don't understand how, that, how, that's, how that's really connected. Same with Thanos. Yes, I, un- I can believe that, that Star-Lord, this version of Star-Lord, um, could change his mind from killing you know, half of the, uni- of the whole universe. But Thanos is still acting like a totally different character. And That's I, the whole point. And I get that it's a cartoon, <laughs> so they're going a little overboard with it. But some of it, I, I'm just a little confused, because episode one wasn't really like that. It was a, actually a bit more serious, and the characters all acted pretty much the same. Well, that's the point. Like, characters are going to change because of that. So, like, Thanos, of course, is going to... But gonna... this guy, he, he changed so much. He's, well, he changed because the difference name? that uh, I forgot. He's 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 the guy from the popular meme that says who? Yeah, that's who we're talking about. But um, so the difference why I think the the difference for why he changed the most, I guess, if you want to say the most, really, is that Star Lord in this alternate timeline or universe, uh, he's famous. Like he's actually famous. Like people know about him. Yeah. And so you would you would you can imagine that he would probably hear about him and be like, he's "Oh, like fanboying out." Yeah. And that was cool. I mean, like that was actually really funny, but then for the rest of the episode, he is the most over the top character. I liked it though. I he's probably the funniest part of the whole the whole yeah. episode, but it's just a little out of character whenever it's supposed to be the same character. It's even voiced by the same guy. Well, and, th- and that's the difference too. So like Ronan was working for Thanos, but now that Thanos isn't you know, in that whole business of uh, snapping the universe in half, uh, it's just Ronan. Just... So it's like, so of course, like I, I'm pretty sure, like from what I gathered, like people are just kind of ready to jump, like you know, like out of Ronan's you know crew, like they're just kind of ready for that. Yeah. So because like a lot of people, it seems like a lot of people that he meets are just ready to be like, yeah, I'll join your crew. Like I'm just, you know, let's do it. Yeah. So yeah, they brought back literally everyone except Dave Batista. Dave Batista. Oh, and um, there's one more. Uh, uh, Peter Quill is played by a different guy. Yeah. Which is understandable. He only has a few lines anyway, but I assume he's going to be in a future episode. Right. But either way, I still think it's super weird that they didn't bring back Dave. Yeah, it's weird. A lot of, you know, it's come out that like they did reach out to him. Now it's come out that they didn't, or he's saying that they didn't, but... Yeah, they said that they couldn't get a hold of him. Yeah. Like, what? 
But yeah, the communication between Marvel and Disney and their actors has not been the greatest. <laughs> I know, like the- even even Simu Liu, who's playing Shang Chi, kind of called out the CEO of Disney really for, for calling uh, Shang Chi an experiment when it came to like the oh, box yeah, office. Oh yeah, I saw that his post. You know, I can expect like wh- why because it's an Asian main character. Is that what he's talking about? Well, I think. So I think the CEO was talking about like the forty-five day uh, theatrical window because it used to be ninety days. Oh, like so they're the, shortening it. Yeah, so they're shortening it, and then it's going to like um, uh, digital or so. Yeah, is people, it, it going to go to Disney Plus in forty-five days? I have no idea if it's going to be Disney Plus or just digital in general, like so, like iTunes, Amazon, stuff like that. Okay, I thought it was because it was like the first Asian Marvel-led character that no. he was saying that. So like, I don't think it was like that. But, you know, nowadays everybody interprets everything they hear differently. I mean, when I saw his post, that's what I thought he was talking about. I don't really understand if, why he would say that if they're just talking about a release window. Yeah. It, is, is that how he took it? That's how he took it. Okay. So, th- okay. so that's how he took it. And that's yeah. how I took it because that's how he took it. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, that's the thing. So, like, like, that's the reason why it hasn't been, like, a really big, like, issue or problem. Or, like, a headline. Because, you know, usually it would be, like, a super big headline. Like, mm-hmm. CEO calls Asian film an yeah. experiment. But the so, reason why no one's done it is because, oh, we're, like... We're just talking about a release window. Yeah, we're talking about the release window. But the actor's kind of overinflating it with this uh, other thing. I don't know why he'd be doing that. He's fresh, man. They can kill him right off. <laughs> I know. That's the problem. I'm always, like... I'm always, like... Whenever it comes to those things, I'm like, dude, shut up. Like, <laughs> Dude, if I worked for Disney and Marvel and I was making the big bucks, I would never talk. Ever. I wouldn't even risk it. I'm like, I'm keeping my superhero position. <laughs> I get to be a Marvel superhero. I mean, you know it what? depends. It depends what I'm not talking about. Like, if, I, if I'm just not mis- if I'm misunderstanding something, of course I'm not going to talk. But if someone's like, hey, these me- this, the first Mexican-led movie is, uh, we're, we're not so confident about it. I'd be like, hold on a minute. What the fuck are you talking about? You're not confident about it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so what were we talking about before that? Uh, so Dave Bautista, yeah, like Dave right here. Bautista. He, he, the actor actually did a really good job. It did sound like Dave in like a couple of moments. And I looked up the actor's uh, IMDb. He is a veteran voice actor. He has done so many characters, tons of Marvel characters. I went down the list. He's never done Drax until this, mm. which is really impressive because he sounds like really close to Dave. Yeah. But yeah, think. he's been Hulk, he's been Venom, he's been all types of stuff. Oh, Venom. Interesting. Yeah. So, this was also strange. So, because uh, Thanos never tortured... What's her face? Gamora? Yeah, no. Uh, uh, Nebula. Yeah, Nebula. She acts totally different than she does in, in, in the movies. And she has hair. And it looks cool in the cartoon, but, if, but when I picture the live-action version with a blonde wig... It does not look cool or good. It looks terrible. Well, when I picture it, it'd probably be like a different hairstyle. I don't think it'd be like this. Yeah. It'd, it'd probably be more slicked back or something. Yeah. They did this because it's a cartoon. It's like, you know. And but. they got kind of sort of a little thing going. There's some yeah. romantic feelings between Star-Lord and Nebula. Yeah, they, sw- they just swapped out Gamora and Peter with uh, T'Challa and Nebula. I didn't even draw that comparison. Yeah. <laughs> that it was her sister and he's supposed to be Star-Lord. Yeah. That's funny. That's basically what they did. I'm an idiot. But, um, but no, like, I really liked this episode. There was like a lot of Easter eggs on like um, uh, on the Eternal side. That I'll probably we'll get to later, like when it comes to like that celestial head, yeah, and like how this thing I forgot what it's called the 
the something life thing or whatever the eccentric what I, I forgot what the little yellow thing that they're they're talking about to. the snap right now right no oh what are they talking about uh oh, wait, this there, there was no snap yeah there was no snap in a way. <laughs> i'm talking about like that little thing that they're retrieving that brings life to a world oh yeah like the plant thing yeah the, okay yeah so it's like they release that into the big celestial's head and mm-hmm. it starts growing like weird stuff on its head so is the celestial gonna come back to life? Like, hmm. so do you think the like the stuff they're talking about with these like instant plant growing thing? Because wasn't it like a tiny little piece made like a huge explosion of plant life? Yeah. So what could that do to like a a celestial being? You know? Yeah. So that'd be pretty crazy. But it's interesting. And then this I, show, I like. I really like Michael Rooker as uh, Yondu. Yeah, he was really good. And honestly, sometimes. It didn't even really sound like him. Like his voice wasn't as raspy as it as it is live action. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if that was intentional, but I didn't look like I didn't even see at the beginning that they spoiled Thanos like in the credits. And I'm glad that I didn't see that because I, I wasn't like I was surprised whenever oh, he showed up. I didn't notice either. Okay, good. So I didn't notice any of the names. No. I just didn't pay attention. So I actually wasn't 100 percent sure that it was Michael Rooker because from the trailer I was like that's obviously him. But then when I heard him in the show with his more his different personality. It's, I was like, is that him? He sounds like different, but I guess he was just playing the character at a, at a different angle and it was, it was working because this version of Yandu is like really likable as well, even though he's like the other one's supposed to be kind of likable. And then the second movie, he's, he's like, like the big change. Yeah. But, uh, I love this character. I don't, I wish he wasn't gone forever. <laughs> yeah. They really, they, uh, I feel like, yeah, it's on, uh, they just really like killing people for no reason. Same with black Panther though. I mean, he's gone for different reasons. But yeah, obviously. Uh, this is kind of sad that this show is the last time we're going to hear his voice as him. Yeah. And I mean, um, and then the, th- the stuff with Thanos, I just thought it was funny that like the whole like snap thing, like as far as like talking about like erasing life, half of life, yeah. which just kind of played as a joke. He's like, but it'd be random. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so funny. <laughs> it's just like, but once again, I feel, I feel like the stuff that keeps coming out is devaluing like Infinity War and Endgame. Like with the the stones being paperweights, and now this version of Thanos is like a joke compared to the the real version, who's now less intimidating now that we've seen him like this, at least to me. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I don't really care. Like, it's been so many years since uh, Endgame. At this point, that it's like to me, it's like that part of the MCU is over. Like the Infinity Stones, they don't exist anymore. So it's like they did in Loki for like a minute. <laughs> paperweights. <laughs> so it's like it doesn't really devalue anything that happened. It just kind of closes that chapter on that on that stuff it's like look you thought that stuff was really big and important well guess what we got a whole multiverse now that's really big and important mm-hmm. and they'll probably find a way to make that un unvaluable in, in the future in the future so it, it just that just keeps happening <laughs> yeah i mean they have to keep one upping them, themselves and like make the next threat the biggest yeah. threat like that's this is how i compare it to you know in video games when you beat the boss and then you can play as the boss but the boss isn't really that good once you're able to play him yeah but then the next boss, now that's a tough boss. It just keeps happening. Like, yeah, you beat the boss, and then that boss is just kind of unvaluable. Like he just he seems like nothing now. Or like, like once you hone in your skills and you play the game again, then it's like he's super easy. And before you had a lot of stru- like a lot of tr- like trouble with him. I don't know. I'm, yeah. uh, anyway, <laughs> that was just my comparison. But uh, but I I don't know. I just really liked this episode, and I really liked that it was like much more different than 
the actual Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I was hoping that we were going to get the other team with Sylvester Stallone. I want I want that that team's backstory. I loved the way those characters looked. They had uh, Michael Rosenbaum as one of the characters. Yeah. Isn't that his name? Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and, and Sylvester Stallone's character seemed interesting. Uh, Hannah Montana's character seemed really funny. Hannah Montana? Miley Cyrus. She played the voice of the little thing that was floating around. The, oh my god! Like, that character. Really? Yeah. What was that little thing? It was just a part of their little squad. It was just like a funny little... I can't remember even what it looked like. I just remember it was a little, like, robot thing. I don't know. Like a... I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Miley Cyrus. I, I want that team's backstory. Well, I mean, they could do a Disney Plus uh, prequel with Yondu, like, when he was a part of that team. That would be amazing. I mean, that can happen still. Can they young down Michael Rooker? Um, I feel like I feel like they, don't, they wouldn't really have to it young be, him down. I mean, wait, he wasn't with them for a long time, though. But we don't know how aliens age and, and, and you know, in space. So, like, he doesn't really have to be that much younger. Yeah. Did you know that Howard uh, the Seth Duck Green? was played by Seth Green? Because I yeah. didn't. Um, not till this. In the movies, he had such short lines that I never caught it. But that's also Seth Green. Yeah. And then in this, I was like, obviously it's Seth Green. Like, the second he started talking, I was like, oh, that's, that's Yeah, it Seth sounds Green. like Seth Green. Yeah. Yeah. But now I knew. The second, uh, well, that because the second they, they said that, oh, and Seth Green will be returning as Howard the Duck, I was like, oh, he was uh, Howard the Duck the first time? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, so you, so you so, didn't know either when you first saw I it. didn't know either when I first saw Guardians. I was like, oh, okay, so I'm guessing uh, then that means that uh, Seth Green played him before. Yeah, dude, how weird is the collector, like, putting in these fake bodies with outfits on of, of the Wakandas? Wakandans? Yeah, Wakandans, the Dora Melange. Yeah, the, yeah. the Dora Melange, yeah. Really weird, but you know, on this in this version, his dad doesn't die. You know. Yeah, they're looking for him forever. Yeah, some of it seems unbelievable, like why he wouldn't go back home in all this time. Well, then, then Yandu said that his home was uh, destroyed. Yeah, but you don't want to go check. Like you have a spaceship, you could go check. I don't know. But anyway, I don't know. little nitpicks here and there, but yeah, it's a cartoon. I'm not, I'm not too uh, hung up on it. I thought Thanos was really funny. I thought that the Hook guy was pretty funny. I forgot his name. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't even know if they ever said it. Um, who? Like, <laughs> we'll just call him Miss Doctor Who. I don't know, Mister Who. Um, the collector. It's funny seeing him all ripped and huge. He's like a wimp in the movies. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, uh, Thanos is uh, lackeys from the. From oh yeah, the Black Order. Yeah, from the yeah Alab action. Yeah, they're they're in here. But they're uh, they're under uh, the the collector's control. Taserface. Taserface. He was he was super funny in the live action movies, and then they also got Sean Gunn. I didn't think Sean Gunn did that well with his voice acting, like, and I thought he was great in the live action movies. Yeah, maybe he was much better with his brother's direction. Probably. Yeah, they're, 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 these people are just not used to doing you know voiceover act or not voiceover. Uh, you know animation acting sean gunn's like the only one that stood out to me as mm, that didn't sound that great but it was honestly way better than bucky <laughs> <laughs> well i mean you'll be happy to know that bucky's in more episodes <laughs> dude I, I hope he sounds better i hope, or, well, I hope they're like I hope they don't to give re- him to re-record his lines right now that or i just hope they don't give him these one-liners because they were just one-liners they weren't like actual pieces of yeah, dialogue he, he never really talked that's what i'm saying he had one-liners that was he almost it almost ripped my arm off yeah, that's it. Like that was it. That was 
<laughs> that wasn't Who are really you, the Queen of England. <laughs> exactly, one-liners. All one-liners. Steve Rogers. <laughs> I think that's my friend. Like that's the, he didn't really have the <laughs> great dialogue to work with. He didn't. So hopefully they they skip on the one-liners for him for when they do that because I saw the trailer like some weird trailer and it had him uh, Gamora with the Thanos stuff and I think. St- uh, T'Challa, Star Lord, like running into the Doctor Strange's uh, house in New York. Mm. So interesting. Oh yeah, and what's her face? Carter, uh, Captain Carter. Yeah. So I'm interested in seeing like what the fuck happens. Like how do they all kind of converge and meet together? Yeah, and I'm wondering is there gonna be like a big battle at the end, like 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 in game style? Maybe. That'd I don't be know. amazing. Maybe them versus the zombies. Probably something like that. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I feel like zombies would be really easy to kill for superheroes. Maybe. But if you get bitten, you're a zombie now. <laughs> yeah, but when you're a zombie, you don't really have like the skills you had before. Well, it depends what kind of zombie. We don't know what zombies in this world are like. True. You know? Now, what else about this episode do you want to go over? Because I feel like with these episodes, they're so short that we don't really have much to talk about with them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's not a whole lot to, much really to talk about. I think we've hit it all. Like, how long have we been, co- been recording? 17 minutes. That's it. Yeah. I guess we could just keep talking about other stuff. We still got Titans and stuff. Yeah, we still got a lot more stuff to talk about. All right, well, next week we'll be sure to react to episode three. Episode yeah. three, yeah. It's really exciting stuff. I love how... I don't know. I feel like a little giddy child whenever this show starts because I don't really know what's going to happen. It can, it's like a huge mystery because yeah. the trailers didn't really give anything away. Yeah. So it could be anything. This episode really surprised me. I thought it was good. And I hope it goes a little more serious as as they, as they go on. Yeah. Even though I, mean, I like the cartoon comedy, but... They'll, they'll go semi-serious because it's still a cartoon. It was just a little strange seeing Captain Carter kill people in cold blood and then <laughs> switch to Thanos making jokes. <laughs> yeah you know it happens titans <laughs> titans do you like it i've liked it so far all right so so first so off, are we spoiling the first three episodes uh we might as well because they're I already know, out though because i feel like this look is, look a lot look of people are sleeping on look this show. here man look here we're gonna spoil it anyways yeah this is the disclaimer we're just spoiling the show because guess what it the whole show will be a spoiler for someone in the future who hasn't watched titans and decides to go on hbo max and be like hey maybe i should watch titans so we're, no matter what time we decide to talk about it, it's a spoiler for everybody. I didn't really get your example, but all right, let's spoil it. Let's spoil the fuck out of it. So I feel like Red Hood is not intimidating enough, mainly because the actor is just so small. Eh, I mean, it, I, I I've I never look, found Red Hood intimidating in the comic books or in the video games. Or I thought in the, he, he was good in the animated film. Eh. What was it? Under the Red Hood? That was an amazing animated movie. Did you see that? No. Oh my God! You gotta watch it. Man, still, I, I've never, I've never seen the Red Hood as like an intimidating character. He was also the main bad guy of Arkham Knight. I thought he was intimidating in that. Did you play that? Mm-mm. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so no wonder he's not intimidating to you. You haven't seen him in anything. <laughs> ah, I mean, to me, the way the story in Titans goes, he's not supposed to be that intimidating. It, it, it's more the fact that he's Jason Dude, he, Todd. He killed Hawk. Spoilers. So, what about it? <laughs> that was huge. Like, talk about... Like, dude, Hawk is like a main, main character. And you know how I've been saying with The Walking Dead, like, pointless deaths? Especially Fear of the Walking Dead? This was an earned death. 
it makes sense to do this death. We that they have to make Red Hood important. How do you do that? You fucking kill Hawk. <laughs> That's huge. <laughs> and it, even though I like Hawk, it felt like it was time. Mm. What do you think? Uh yeah. I mean, I felt like he had it coming. <laughs> what, what else? Like, what else could they have explored with this character? To be honest, they did like his backstory, all his stuff with Dove. I feel like they explored it a lot, and this was a sad way for him to go <laughs> exploding but i really feel like it makes uh, jason todd that much more important even yeah. though I, I don't think he's intimidating he's without a doubt super important now to the story like right. he killed hawk like that's well he didn't crazy. kill him dove did well technically yeah, yeah. doc i mean doc, doc. <laughs> dove killed him yeah dove got a little too uh well, he, too murdery he made her kill her he him. didn't make her though he li- here's the problem he lied to her here's the thing with dove that maybe annoyed me the most was that he he tells you to grab the gun and shoot him at that point i'm like hold on a minute you want me to shoot you so there's something up with this thing so my first initial thought would have been like don't shoot him don't shoot him yeah that is strange I think it would have been interesting if they wrote it so that he was like, well, you, you got the gun. What are you waiting for? You know you want to kill one more or something like that. And he, he it's like he's not talking about him. He's talking about Hawk. Yeah. But he says, shoot me. And he, it's, he's lying. Like, you, that gun's not going to shoot it. Shoot him. Yeah. I think it would have been cool to write it so that, like, he's talking, obviously, about Hawk when you rewatch it. But he wasn't. He was talking about himself. Yeah. Well, yeah, because obviously after she uh, pulls the trigger, he's like, "Oh, whoops! I guess I gave you the trigger." You know, yeah, so it was that like, seemed a little CWE to me. <laughs> you know, but uh, but no. So like for me, it was like uh, like if anything, I was just like, "You dumb bitch!" <laughs> I was just like, "Dude, he, a Nightwing was trying to get her to stop." Like, well, first of all, these so Dove, Dove and Hawk specifically. Just made bad decision after bad decision. Basically, Dove and Nightwing were like, hey, don't go out and look for him alone. After he was basically saying if he finds him, he's going to kill him. Mm-hmm. And him by him, I mean Red Hood. Like, he's going to kill Red Hood. And he then he's the one that happens to get the call. That's like, hey, man, I need to call you. Like, Nightwing is crazy. Like, he's going to – like, I'm afraid he's going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> but he knew what he was doing. So then – of course, this guy, is idiot, was like, yeah, I'm going to go and, you know, you know his intentions were to kill Jason. Like, yeah, obviously. they weren't to save him. Maybe he would have thought about it, but he was going there to kill him. And I thought that that was a little strange that Hawk was so open to immediately killing Jason Todd. It seemed a little out of character because he was obviously going to murder him. And yeah. it seemed a little out of character. What did you think? Yeah, I was like, you jumped the gun really quick to killing him. Yeah, like, he didn't do anything to you specifically. Yeah. It would have been different if he, like, attacked Dove. Then, yeah. I just need to write the show, I've decided. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, at that point in the story, he had only, he had, I think he had only killed some police officers and some mob people. Yeah, he should have went for Dove. And, and purposely got Hawk to come after him. Yeah. And then do this. But and, then, and then, Dove... Whenever uh, Nightwing's like, no, Jason wants us to rob this thing and take this gold thing to him. Let's not do it. Bitch, again, <laughs> just like Hawk, <laughs> go, goes after someone has specifically said, don't do this. This is what he wants. Mm-hmm. And guess what she did? She did it, and then she was in that position where she had to shoot, and then boom. 
And like, Literally, boom. <laughs> why did you like? Why do you want to? I still I don't feel like Dove would have even shot. It's Jason. Like, I understand that. I don't know. It, they were just about to get the thing off of him, and yeah. she knew that. Nightwing, he was saying, "No, they're 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 about to get it off." Like, and she still shoots. Yeah. If she heard that, why would you still shoot knowing that they're about to save him without you shooting Jason Todd, whom used to be like family? I don't know. That's that's the I don't know. That's the one part about about it. That I was just like like either these characters are really dumb or they're just acting out of pure desperation. Yeah. But Hawk, I don't know. That Hawk was the only one that I was like, "Whoa, bro, where, where'd you where'd you go from just like <laughs> killing this I'm kid?" Kill this kid. <laughs> yeah, that seemed a little out of character. It seemed like Dove. Like, I can understand. She was desperate to get the thing off of him. Yeah. But Hawk, I was just like, "Whoa, bro, slow your roll." <laughs> Honestly, when he was going there, I wasn't one hundred percent sure that like he was gonna kill him. But now that like looking back, he was obviously trying to kill Jason Todd. Yeah. I didn't want to believe that he would immediately jump to killing him, but I don't know. Maybe it was it just they just needed a way for him to die. They they probably thought it was time for Hawk to leave. Yeah, it was time. And maybe we'll get more focus on like Beast, who has been pretty much a side character since the show started. Yeah, and with with episode three, we did get more on him. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Beast Boy, Super Boy. Wait, well, I forgot what happened to Raven. She moved Raven, away. she went with uh, with uh, Donna, the dead body of Donna, to try and bring her back to life. That's right. They're, so you think she, they're going to bring her back? Yeah, she's on the fucking poster. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Donna is? Donna's on the poster. Oh, the they spoiled it. <laughs> like, even when the intro, whenever they're showing the characters that are in the show, you see, you obviously see Red Hood, you see Nightwing, and then you see Donna Troy, like, off they to the right. They spoil the way Red Hood looks? What? Do they spoil the way he looks, like, in the show, like, in the on the poster? Well, everyone knew he was in the show. I, I know, but I didn't know he. I didn't know that they showed how he looked until the show started. So they they already showed the way Red Hood looks. Yeah. Damn, they spoiled everything. They didn't really spoil anything though. Like, what do you mean, like looks? The, like the look of the character. That kind of stuff's important to me. Oh, dude, they released that like months ago. Yeah, I didn't see it. Yeah. There we yeah, They released that shit months ago. But I'm talking about like the poster or like the intro to the show. They'll show like a, they'll show like uh, oh like yeah characters like when the that song are in the show playing. yeah I just figured that was like the Marvel Studios thing yeah but like, they showed they specifically just show Red Hood Nightwing as Nightwing Starfire Beast Boy Raven and then Donna Troy so Raven's in as well yeah it's time for Raven to come back well I'm guessing next week's episode is probably gonna be like a her episode centric like centric to her yeah the Starfire stuff with her sister in the last episode I wasn't too into. Um, it seemed a little random and I don't know. It just seems like they're just trying to introduce new characters since Hawk's gone. It's like, we need more characters. We're getting, you know, well, she's already been introduced though. When? Yeah. But she was like far away in space and stuff like sending messages and stuff. Right? No, she was last season. She, she was killed. She killed, um, uh, Starfire's boyfriend. She was there the whole season. Yeah. She was there for part of the season. I don't remember her at all. Yeah. To what, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Titans has a, has a track record of starting off strong, ending poorly. <laughs> Every single time. I did, I did like the one-off episode that was a dream. That's rare that I like dream episodes. Mm. The one where uh, Batman... Um, what happens? What does he do? He's killing people. 
Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, so he's, he's killing people, and Joker, like, his head's in, in, like, a car windshield or something like that. Yeah. That episode I thought was really good, because it, it was basically like a what if. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I just wish this show could have characters like Joker and Batman. Like, even if it's just a few scenes. I feel like... Did we ever get, like, Joker's profile whenever Jason Todd was talking to him? Did we see it? Like, do we... Oh, yeah, we saw him beating the hell out of him. So yeah. we saw Joker on screen, at least. Yeah. So that was cool. But we didn't see who he was. Like, you know, face. Gotham was able to use him sooner or later. At first, they kept calling him something else. Then they killed off that that guy, and then they said his brother was coming to town or whatever, and it ended up actually being Joker. Yeah. So that was surprising. Hmm. What'd you think of that Joker? Which Joker? The Gotham Joker? Yeah. I liked it, yeah. I only saw, like, scenes, but he seemed like he was pretty good. He was super ugly in the last season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All like, that prosthetic stuff they put on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it, you know? Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, that's the thing. Like, to me, if they could find a way to mash up the CW version of these characters with the HBO Max version, you get, like, the perfect show. Because, like, Superman and Lois is a mixture of, like, that CW, like, cope and, like, uh, you know, heroic show, but also has an HBO Max, like, budget and, like, more like fine tuning of like the show itself mm-hmm. that it's like it's perfect where i'm starting to notice that the flash is kind of starting to taper off all these Dude, other shows batwoman I've, oof i've know. seen clips of the flash that literally make my mind like how is this on tv how is this okay <laughs> like who approved this uh, and then this show titans is like on the other end of it where it's like it's trying to be too much of this certain thing I it, like the more serious stuff. I like the serious stuff, but there's sometimes where it's just like it's a little too much. Like you're obviously trying too hard to be serious with all the cuss words and stuff. Well, yeah, like if you just let it be natural. Some of the cussing does sound a little forced. Yeah, but I still would prefer to have the cussing than to not because that's real life. Of course, it's real life. I'm not talking about like taking out cussing. I'm talking about like letting it be natural. Where, whereas when they do use cussing, it's like so out of the. Like, like what the fuck did he fuck, fuck? Like, like they're saying like stuff like that. Yeah, like going out of their way to be, you know. It like, Yeah, sometimes it just doesn't feel natural. Yeah. Even like the the fuck Batman in the season one, like the iconic uh, trailer shot that everyone was making fun of, that felt a little forced. Yeah. But, yeah, That's what happens. I still prefer it over CW or anything. Yeah. Like, I, this is just one of those shows where like, you know, it's hard to get into. Like, I'm already into Flash and stuff like that, so it's like it, that's easier for me. But like this, it's kind of like, ugh. Like, I, like I know Titans? you're. Yeah, Titans. It's like, oh, you're like, I know they're trying so hard, dude. I don't know. Titans is like. Way and the funny than... thing is, it's written by the same people that do Flash. Titans is. Yeah, nothing's changed. Like, like this is why I was trying to tell you a couple weeks ago. It was like, well, all, uh, it's like, all the same creators around everywhere. It's all the same creators. Like, I'm like I'm specifically talking about creators though. Like the people that produce the show and are executive uh, executive producers. And How is like, one so bad then? A budget. It's literally budget. That's it. So you think if Flash? Do you remember that scene I sent you where like the sperms are chasing yeah. the new Flash? Do you think that could have been good if it if it had a budget? If it had a budget, yes, <laughs> they would have gotten better suits. Yeah, they would have gotten better everything. It would have been better. 
instead they had to go to Kmart and yeah. buy a Halloween costume of like Star Girl. I look back at that first season and I'm like, dude, I, I want to talk about that. I watched episode one. Talk about a budget. Yeah, that was insane. That's as good as it gets. <laughs> I, b- I believe you, but that budget for episode one was absolutely insane. Well, yeah, because they were introducing like the OG characters of, of DC, like the like the golden age of heroes characters. After that, it's like the the you know the effects are a little wonky here and there. Really? Yeah. It's- I, I I looked up a Reddit thread and people were saying that like like people were commenting who don't understand like budgets and different like productions. They were like, why does Star Girl look so much better than than like Flash and Arrow? And people were explaining like it's, it started on on uh, di- on, on uh, DCU is that what's called DC Universe? Yeah. So it, they were trying to start their thing and like all the shows had bigger budgets, but now it's starting to, I think it's season two like the budget's starting to get smaller probably. Probably yeah. Because now like, it's a full blown CW show. It's not even HBO. Right. Uh, no. Or is it like a half thing like Superman? It's a half thing. Yeah. But <sighs> but at the same time. Like you'll you'll probably notice this when you watch the show, but like, and this isn't really a spoiler, but they'll introduce characters in the show, like a Star Girl, and then kill them off immediately. Oh, I hate that. And then somewhere down the line in the show, they'll be like, they'll have an like a an episode where they want you to care about that character that died, but it's like I barely spend enough time with them to mm. really care about them. Yeah, I hate that. So now they're just forcing you to try to like these characters. Yep. And then when you do start to like them. Dead. They die. <laughs> they either kill the characters that you like, or they kill the characters that they want you to like. It's I'm like so like that's why for me, Star Girl started off strong and ended okay. Are you even interested in watching season two? I watched the first episode of season two. Was it bad? Uh, it was bearable. Bearable. It's bearable. <laughs> that's a good sign, I guess. Uh, like I'll watch I'll watch episode two tonight to see if what you know if what I'm feeling is. You know what I'm feeling, but it's it's gotten to the point for me where it's like, kind of like Titans. Like you keep introducing these characters that I'm supposed to care about, make like, me care I about them. I think Titans does a pretty good job of making you care about the characters, but then when they killed Donna, that was like stupid. And, yeah. I, and I think they know that. I think that's why they're bringing her back. <laughs> like they were like, "What the hell are we thinking?" It's did, she died from a telephone wire. <laughs> like that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> she's a superwoman. <laughs> Basically, she's basically Wonder Woman. She died from a telephone wire. Yeah. <laughs> and they also uh, tried to make us... Um, who was the bad guy that, that came at the end of season one and then died in episode one of season two? Uh, it was Raven's... Like, Raven's father. Um, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know they talk talking about, about this character an entire season. He shows up, the season ends, you're like, hell yeah, season two about to be hype. In episode one, he dies immediately. Yeah. Immediately. They built him up for no reason. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's the type of stuff where it's like season one had a different, like, had di- had, had different writers. So they were like, yeah, and then season two, we're going to do this. Some people leave the show. Other people come on. They're like, eh, we don't want to do that. We got to figure out how to, how to get rid of this guy and start our thing. And that's what it seems like. And I heard, I was... I've been uh, uh, watching this reaction from this guy after every Titans episode. He makes like 30-minute videos analyzing the whole thing. It's actually really good. Um, He was saying that season three, they brought on a lot of new people, and it's supposed to be a soft reboot of the entire show. And that's why they kind of ignored the fact that Nightwing, 
he broke out of prison and nobody cares. Like, he, he was supposed to be in prison and he broke out, remember? They were just kind of ignoring some things because it's supposed to be like a, a really soft reboot for the whole series. But, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really feel that way, but that's how they were intending it. I feel like that's always how it is. There's always like a little soft reboot here and there. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever they want to do something else. Yeah. Yeah. Stargirl, though, the cast is really good. The mom and dad. Yeah. Very well established actors. So I like that stuff. Awesome. Um, are they in the show a lot? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I'm just like not, uh, right now I'm not feeling Stargirl. So maybe, maybe, maybe after season, or maybe after episode two, maybe I'll change my mind. Luke Wilson joined the DC universe and Owen Wilson joined yeah. the Marvel universe. Yep. They're at, they're at odds right now. Yep. They're at war. Uh, <laughs> I always wonder like, like when they get together for Thanksgiving and stuff, like, I don't know. I always picture like them talking about their jobs on these different shows. Cause they both are doing them like a superhero TV show. Yeah, maybe. I, like, I wonder if they talk about it. I don't know. <laughs> they are brothers, so who knows? Who knows? Um, what else? Uh, with what? With Titans. Is there anything else with Titans? Titans. Uh, it's very much Titans. <laughs> yeah, it's very much Titans. Yeah. Like it's not blowing my mind, but I am actually intrigued enough to sit down, put on my headphones, and, and watch, watch it on TV in the dark, and like get really into it because it's the closest thing, in my opinion, to a DC movie feeling TV show. Hmm. With the way it's shot and all that. Like the slow pans across the street when a car is driving by, that kind of stuff. And I always feel like, this. I wanted to rant about this. It doesn't seem that hard to make a TV show feel cinematic like a movie. Like when Gotham comes out. I, that show is probably going to feel like a movie. It's going to feel like the Batman movie that comes out with the same guy who's helming it, right? Uh, he's. I think he's like a showrunner or executive producer or something yeah it's probably gonna feel very similar to the movie and the movie's gonna feel like a movie and i feel like it's only because they know how to shoot things that make it feel more cinematic stuff that doesn't even seem like it would be like cost a lot of money like arrow i know i always make fun of cw shows but like someone will walk down into uh ali's basement and then it'll be the exact same camera angles and everything that we that we get for every single episode Points to him while he's talking. Points to her while she's talking. Nothing interesting going on at all. It it doesn't seem like it'd be that expensive to just do some blurred out shots of a camera panning over a desktop to show some pencils on it or something. Like, it doesn't seem that hard. And they don't do it. They just do these very lazy camera pointed at the character when they're talking. Camera pointed at the character. It's just it's, it's like a sitcom. Yeah. Um. I guess you know the. I guess for those shows. The difference is, is that it's a television show, so it's like it's. Just, I don't know. I just feel the, like you shouldn't treat it like it. The it, storytelling doesn't come from this, like the, the, what's the word? What's the word that I'm looking for? Like the storytelling doesn't come from making those sh- creative shots. Like it's cool when they do incorporate them, but you don't get much story out of it in in a television show unless it's, like a like a limited series. That's what I feel like. I feel like even if it's not a limited series, every show should strive to feel like it has a budget mm. and feel like a limited series. Like, what's a show, for example, that's... I can't even think of one. Like, any show that has, like, 24 episodes in a season or, like, 16, 18, they all feel like they have those many episodes. And I feel like there's there's no need for that. For example, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, a lot of that show felt like a movie with the way it was shot, the way it Especially early on, just like Black Widow. I mean, Black Widow was a movie, but remember yeah. how it felt more important in the beginning? 
and then it slowly just turned into Marvel's usual explosion thing. Oh yeah, I think I saw a video on that too. Like I like I think it's called implicitly pretentious, where they talk like the guy basically just analyzes the film and the story and the characters, but even he was like. Yeah, like the like the beginning of the film feels like it's gonna be like this indie kind of like the coloring you, and everything, like dramatic. Different. Yeah, like the way it's shot just feels like a very kind of personal story. And then the car blows up, and immediately you feel like you're in a Marvel movie again. <laughs> See, I would have loved if they spent like a lot of the time with the people uh, with the fake family on the run, base well, not on the run, but living their fake lives. I feel like that would have been awesome, Man. but. Who would want to watch that besides me? <laughs> I, that whole idea is interesting. Like, I've never watched a TV show about that, and I'm sure that there is one, probably, right. about a Russian family living in America pretending to be American. Yeah, it's called The Americans. Oh, see, I haven't seen that. <laughs> but I would like to see it with Black Widow characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, too, with Marvel is, like, they try – and then they just, you know, they're like, oh, this is a nice experiment. <laughs> it, Eternals looks the exact same, too. Like, it's it's going to start off really serious. Everything's real. There's no fake fields of green screens and stuff. They actually shot on location in a lot of areas. Yeah. And I think probably like two-thirds through the movie, it's going to turn into a Marvel movie. Basically, yeah. I feel like that's what's going to happen. Yeah, so you want to talk about the Eternals? Let's talk about it. Trailer was good. I liked it. You liked it? Yeah, I feel like um, there's some stuff that I'm not like super into the comics that I would understand, mm. um, but I don't like when I see like certain faces and aliens. And it's like, oh, I don't know who any of these people are. Yeah, many of them. But maybe I will care about them whenever this the movie comes out. Yeah, I was just like, what? What's going on? I'm like, <laughs> what's going on, man? All, all I noticed, all all the only thing that got me excited was whenever they're talking about the emergence creates this energy x-men and i was like yeah this is basically what i was thinking i was like x-men like, see this is how the x-men come right <laughs> earlier earlier when we were talking about what if i got it mixed up i thought that and what if they, they talk about that but no it was in this trailer they talked about that which is what i wanted to talk to you about yeah. this is how they're doing it it's obvious they brought it up in in endgame right where yeah. there was like a shock wave enough to blah 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 yeah of cosmic energy or something yeah yeah so this that's how they're doing it this is how they're introducing the x-men yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the um, uh, didn't Hulk, Loki talk about it too at some point? Um, not really. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Hulk in Endgame was like uh, ra- the radiation is gamma because it was like they were talking about like the kind of radiation that it would release, or, you know, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's like, so yeah. So it's like all point, all of these signs, all like the snap. Even though people kept saying this isn't why how the X-Men are coming into town. <laughs> basically, yeah. it's like, no, this is basically how it's happening. Like, the snap did have a ripple effect. X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> yep, this is how it's happening. We Only got- problem is, how do you introduce Charles Xavier and uh, Magneto? Maybe there were some that already had it, like, from other things. And then this new one is going to be the reason why, like, what's some other ones? <laughs> I don't know. That's that's the, that's the only problem. All the kids could have this. Could have caused like all of this for the students, but but characters like Magneto and Wolverine and um a, a Charles, like they seem like they should have already been X-Men yeah. or like mutants before this all happened. Exactly. So like, I don't know how they're going to do that. Yeah, that's what I'm interested in here. Like, maybe, we know like, that mutants are coming. They haven't named it, but I'm assuming they're going to do like standalone movies. Like we're going to get a Wolverine movie. 
Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if they'll do Wolverine because there's so many Wolverine movies. It's like, well, we're not going to just retread the same stuff. We'll, we'll have Wolverine in our movies, but I don't know if they're going to do like a Wolverine movie. Do you think they will? No. What X-Men characters do you think they're going to do first? Like a solo? Yeah, solo movies. I don't think they are. Dude, you're telling me. They're not going to do nope. the, the Avengers nope. thing that they did with nope. the X-Men. Nope. They've... Nope. Dude, they have nope. to. They have to. Nope. You're a fucking madman. Nope. I've They're not doing it. This episode. They're not doing it. They're going to introduce them in other properties as characters. I don't, they're not getting their own movies. They definitely are. They're not. You're a madman. I'm if not. they're doing people like Doctor Strange, you think they won't do Storm? Yeah, but those are naturally solo acts. Like a lot of the characters that we're talking about that are in the X Men are a part of the X Men. The only yeah, reason you know them is because they're in the X Men. You think that if Wolverine was just a character that wasn't a part of the X Men, that he'd be that important? I don't think he would. They're stretching out the MCU as long as they can. They are introducing every X Men character. They're getting their own standalone movie or show. And at the very end, Charles Xavier is going to say, I want to tell you about a school I'm getting together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting together a school. No, no, that's not happening. It's happening. A, because it's already happened with the Avengers. Just, like, that's just retreading water. They're not going to do They're already that. doing it with Lady Hydra. They're retreading water. They're not, no, not going to do that. It's not Lady Hydra. Who is it? I have no idea. Um, Elaine. She's recruiting all, all, all the Dark Avengers. Yeah, but that's different, though. Is it? Yeah, that's the same thing at the end of well, every movie. Elena, so. well, Elena's already working for her, so like it wasn't like a big. It wasn't but like it was new to us. Yeah, well, everything's gonna be new to us. Well, <laughs> as the audience, we found out that she already did that. So now we have, um, what's his face? Ask, what's his name? Captain America uh, guy. Oh, uh, uh, U.S. US agent. agent. Yeah. Well, now we know she. I mean, him and her. And hang on a second. Pardon us for that interruption. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to acknowledge it. Of course we got to acknowledge it. I can't edit that out. You were min- you're in the middle of a sentence. What Anyways, was I? Yeah. What was I, what was I, saying? I have no idea. Uh, you were calling me a madman for not introducing the X-Men as they solo movies. They have to. They, they don't have to. You think they're just going to make... So what's it going to be called? Mutants? I have no idea. X-Men? I have no idea. All I'm saying is that they're, they're going to be introduced just in different projects. So you don't think one X-Men character is going to get a solo movie? Or they're just going to introduce some and other things and then do an X-Men movie? No, I don't I don't think so. I think um, mm, not unless it's a really big X-Men character. Like Wolverine? Maybe. And even then, I think they'll introduce him in a team movie first and then make him do a solo movie. You know what's weird? I can't picture anyone else as Wolverine. I mean, I guess that's not weird. That's pretty normal, but... <laughs> I really like. I'm trying to think. Like, who would look natural as Wolverine? And I can't think of anyone. He looks perfect as Wolverine. I, even though I know <laughs> people didn't like that he was too tall. That he's supposed to be a short character. But guess what? Those are comic book nerds. Cause they're nerds. We're geeks. There's a difference. We're not nerds. <laughs> I don't think there's that big of a difference. <laughs> there's a difference. There's a difference. Nerds get hung up on the little things. Geeks, we're just here to have fun, man. We're just we're just here for the ride. I'm here for the ride. Did you see that Iron Heart's gonna be introduced in Black Panther too? Yeah, I'm the one. Who, I'm the one who said. Did you send that article. to me? Oh, yeah. well, you were like the third person to send that to me. <laughs> Every like three people always send me the same thing like right around the same time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, which is interesting. So is she gonna be? Is she gonna be Wakandan or, or 
is she gonna be like one of like like when Iron Man was like, oh, I got a I got a backup in Queens, and they show up, and it's like, oh, it's just, it's Peter Parker. Like you hmm. think that like uh, Shuri's gonna be like, oh, I I know someone who's who's really intelligent, and then they go to like wherever Riri Williams is from. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to do it. I thought maybe she was already Wakandan. But, I don't think so. Or maybe she isn't from there initially, but she went there somehow. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's like uh, Jurassic World where they, they're just throwing people on the boat and they're like, hey, you can go you can go to Wakanda and visit. Yeah. Get your Wakanda uh, foam finger. <laughs> <laughs> it's just claws doing this. I don't know. <laughs> But it's gonna be interesting because they got to introduce her, and then they also got to say goodbye to Chadwick Boseman. And they got to introduce the new Black Panther. If there is a new Black Panther, you don't think there will be? I don't know. I don't know, man. It's, it's difficult to know. It's weird that they would call the movie Black Panther, but I guess not. I mean, it's kind of weird because he's not in the movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Like at this point, that's what's interesting about the movie. At this point, is like. I mean, that is the most interesting part that they like, have to kill off a character that and they already said that he's dead like yeah he the king died somehow we don't know how it's gonna be interesting i i, I know for a fact there will not be a dry eye in that theater no when it's the movie the starts saddest thing ever. <laughs> it's gonna be the saddest start to Whoa. any marvel movie <laughs> yeah they're it's going to be sad. It's going to be sad. And I'm going to be like, God damn it. <laughs> it's going to be sad because, I mean, it would have already been sad even if the, the actor didn't die in real life. Like, when Iron Man died, I was crying. Mm-hmm. Now, these actors, you know they're going to be talking about it in the movie. Like, their talking is going to be, like, legit. It's not going to be, like, them acting. Yeah. They're going to be talking about Chadwick Boseman in the movie. Those might be some real tears from the actors, too. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Definitely. So, it's going to be it's gonna be weird. It's going to be... Uh, it's gonna be kind of meta, like they're they're actually crying, and so are we. And yeah, it's gonna be it's, it's that's the interesting part about it, and you know, and then introducing the the Ironheart. My thing is, I wonder how this movie stayed on pace. It like him dying didn't change production schedules or anything. Like you would have thought that they would have had to rewrite so much stuff. I think they knew. I think at some point they realized that he was so sick. That they started writing changes. Yeah. You know? Because someone had to have known. Because A, it would be kind of irresponsible of a studio to not know the health of their actors while they're doing stunts and stuff. He would have probably had to have told someone. Yeah. So Um, my guess is Kevin Feige probably knew. And maybe someone else in the executive level in Disney knew. What if Chadwick Boseman recorded lines? Like... Goodbye lines before he passed away. I don't. That'd be fucking sad. I that'd don't. be the saddest. And they're saving it for the movie. Could I, you fucking imagine, dude? I don't know. It'd be weird. That would be so sad. Yeah. Like, what if Chadwick Boseman literally talked to Kevin Feige and was like, "I'm not gonna, like, I'm not gonna have much longer, so I'm gonna record some lines and you can put them in the movie and just don't, just save it for the movie." Yeah. Because he was really serious about Black Panther, the character. He he loved doing it. Yeah. Like, when you watch the videos, which are even sadder now, um, yeah, he loved it. No, no. I mean, I guess we'll we'll find out if that's a theory that pans out. I have no idea. I can't honestly say it it was the celebrity death that ever affected me in my life. Like, even when Chester Bennington died, Mm. I thought it was sad, but I was like, 
I think I wasn't that sad. Like, yeah, it was like even though I loved their music a lot growing up, I didn't feel super sad. And I know that's maybe bad to say. Well, it's not really bad to say. But when he died, know. like I was literally like, I felt like my heart broke. <laughs> like <laughs> I was like, what? Like mm. how, this whole time he had cancer. Like what? Yeah, I don't know. For me, it was Paul Walker. See, I didn't care when he died either. Yeah. Because he died, I mean, his was so, an, his I mean, was I, an accident. I cared. I, I his mean. was an accident. At least Chadwick Boseman knew he was dying, so like people got to say goodbye. So like I don't feel bad about the family or anything because they all got to say goodbye. They all had to have that moment. I still feel bad. Yeah, I mean that's what I, that's what I said. I, I don't feel, I feel that. I feel bad. bad for everyone, like the family, him, and same with Paul Walker. I said I didn't care, but I cared. Like it was sad. It was surprising, but it's like I didn't feel anything. Yeah. Same with Robin Williams. I didn't feel anything, even though I love his movies. Chadwick Boseman. I don't know why. Like, didn't love Black Panther the movie, but I love Black Panther the character. And it it was like, I think a part of it was, uh, honestly, same with my mom passing away. Just knowing that they're not going to be around for anything else. Like, I pictured that character and him to be here, like for the force, like forever. You know. And then, like when my mom died, it was like most sad knowing that she won't get to see my kids grow up. And I guess it's, I mean, maybe it's selfish. Maybe I'm sad because I won't get to see more Black Panther. Maybe, you know, we get know. selfish. Yeah. So who knows? Um, but, but yeah, I don't know. Is there, was there other news? Like, I, I can't remember if there was anything else that came out. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh yeah. Superman and Lois season finale was this week. Was it good? It was good. I'm going to watch it all now. I got to admit, I didn't think I'd get emotional for this show, but. Oh yeah, this, been, this show got me to care about these characters to the point where, like, a moment in the in the series finale, not series finale, in the season finale, like it was like it was a, I'm like I'm trying to think of like a way not to spoil it, but like, and you would probably connect with it more than I would because I don't have a brother, you know, and you, you have kids who are brothers, so you would probably want this. But it was like it was a moment where like it was like you know that cliche in every like movie or TV show where someone says I love you. Mm-hmm. But it's always like a man to a woman or like someone that you love. It was it was between two brothers. Like it was like that moment. Yeah. And I was like I was I started crying. I was like oh fuck like this is a moment. And I was and like they built it up all season through their relationship and like all the stuff that they went through. So I, to, to me that's what I'm talking about. Like Superman and Lois. That is the show right now that DC has to like protect I at all costs. An, did you send me the article that said um, now more than ever uh, Superman should. Just like should, um, I guess leave a CW anyway. It should be, it should be an HBO read it, show because it deserves to be. I read it and their points were not valid in that when they were talking about that they felt that the show was extended or that they felt like the show had episodes that it didn't need. I totally disagree. Like that, those last episodes are like very heartbreaking in some moments. Which, if they didn't have those episodes and it ended where I thought they were going to end, it would have just been, like, another weird ending. It would have been, like, a weird kind of, like... It would have been the opposite where of Titans, where I think this show started off pretty strong, dipped a little bit with the first two or three episodes, and then got back up again. It would have ended on a weird dip where, like, they captured... I mean, the, maybe they were just saying, get, get rid of the dip. Yeah, but it was. Uh, I feel like it, they were still trying to figure out their feel. Like they were still, you know, figuring out the show in those first episodes. So yeah. 
It was it wasn't until the later episodes that I was like, oh, this is a very strong show, even with fifteen episodes. This is random, but I can't remember. Does Superman Lowe's have black bars on the top? Um, and bottom. I think so. Okay, yeah. I just couldn't remember. Anyway, I watched all of Fear the Walking Dead. Hmm. Season six was one of the best seasons so far. Yeah. Surprisingly, even with none of its original characters aside from three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they weren't even really main characters. I mean, Alicia was. Yeah. But Victor wasn't. He was introduced at the end of the season one. And Hector, he's always been kind of a side character. Yeah, he's always just been there. And he's still pretty much a side character in the latest season. Yeah. Um, But yeah, dude, it was a really good season. I'm excited for the next thing. I was talking about this with my friend Brett. We, co- we sort of envisioned The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead, whenever they would end, that they would kind of end together. But it seems like Fear the Walking Dead is just gonna be keep, like going. Like there's another season that's about to start, and The Walking Dead only has one season left. So I guess Fear the Walking Dead might last as long as The Walking Dead did. I Maybe. was kind of hoping that they would end up crossing paths and ending together, though. Yeah, I feel like that would have been cool. I mean, there's a lot of time in, in between uh, when uh, the time jump and Fear the, and and The Walking Dead happens, and. Fear the Walking Dead still takes place five years earlier. Yeah, so it's like anything could happen. There could be little crossovers that we don't know about. Yeah, Millie. Yeah, I uh, also watched episode one of The Walking Dead. What's it called? The new show. Oh, Beyond. Yeah, Beyond. Beyond the Walking Dead or something like that. Walking Dead Beyond World Beyond. That's what it's called. Um, it was better than I thought, but it's still not very good. No, I didn't like it. Did it you was, watch episode one? Yeah, the char- that one character, the girl character that there that you kind of follow. I was just like, eh. Which one? The um, I don't know if she's Indian, or like she's the daughter of the scientist that left. They're sisters, so they're both the daughter. Yeah, but either they of look them. different in yeah. terms of their race. Either of them, yeah. I don't know. I just mm, like their acting is so weird. I think maybe maybe it's just because I'm not used to that kind of acting in a world where there are zombies. Like they're kind of acting like as if it's like a normal Saturday. Yeah, like well, that's see the thing. you at church, Betty. For <laughs> them, it is because this is like ten years in the future. They didn't grow up in the in the apocalypse world. But it, I mean, they are technically they're but, still in the apocalypse. Technically, yeah, otherwise, but, there's no point to the show. Yeah, but they don't like their whole lives. They've barely seen zombies mm. because they live in this like like this uh, society that's like actually blocked off from the outside world. They've been living like a good life. That's why the main unbelievable thing was they left like in, at the, at the end of the episode, they left the, their uh, society. And I was like, I feel like they wouldn't leave in real life. Like you're <laughs> going to go base, probably die. I mean, I don't know if they probably not because of the TV show, but in real life, if you left, you've never been around zombies your whole life. You've never killed aside from a few I feel like you wouldn't last it like more than a few days. Right. And I guess the characters are naive because they haven't seen the outside world, but they don't even realize there's people out there that are, they're going to get you. <laughs> Not zombies, people. They're going to get you. <laughs> Sound like the boogeyman. <laughs> they're going to get you. <laughs> now, sort of a, might be, I mean, this topic's kind of dicey, but I kind of wanted to bring it up. Do you think that in a, like in the walking dead as a whole don't you think it's kind of weird that they've never really explored rape happening oh 
Um, but they did explore it a little bit in that with, one episode. With the governor. No. With Michonne, right? Well, not that one. Oh, which one? I'm talking about the one uh, when uh, Rick and Carl get captured by those guys on that. Uh, I forgot what episode, what season it was. I think it was like right after season four. And rip, you know, remember when Rick uh, bit that guy, bit that guy's throat that off? That's awesome. They were gonna rape Carl. That's what it was. That was the that was the only time where they were like, yeah, like because the I guy started like, like unbuckling yeah, yeah, his yeah. pants. I f- honestly do. I feel like that would be a huge part of this world. Yeah, like, everywhere people would be doing. Like, I don't know up if shit. I don't know if that episode came out and people were like, ooh, we don't like that. So they maybe kind of strayed away from that. Yeah, I don't get it I, because that I feel like that's. So that's dark. That's morbid. That's what this world would be. And I don't get why some shows are afraid to touch on that. Dude, in... in uh, Negan Bates, had a bunch of wives. In Bates Motel, episode one, the m- mom gets raped. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. That was, sh- that was crazy. And that was the beginning of his whole story where he killed someone, remember? Yeah. Um, and I, I honestly feel like in a post-apocalyptic world where there are people literally wearing other people's faces, you're <laughs> telling me that there aren't rape like people who are out there raping people yeah no yeah i think i think that's what happened with like i wonder if the comics ever touches on it maybe i know that there was that it was that one one that one with uh the governor that you're talking about where in the comics he does rape her yeah that was one thing that was different from the tv show wasn't he gonna wasn't he gonna rape her though in that episode like he if ch- i remember correctly? like changed his mind like he he like Grabbed her hair, pushed her forward, and like felt her body a little bit, and then he walked away. Ah, oh, okay. He didn't walk away for any specific reason. He just didn't do it. Yeah, but uh, in the comics, he like chains her up, and her arms, her hands are like oh damn, like this. Uh, but no, like I think that the only episode after that was the the one where with Carl and stuff. When yeah, when Rick bit the guy's uh, throat out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> talk about morbid. He's <laughs> like, I'm just gonna. <laughs> Yeah, so that was one thing I thought was that's strange about The Walking Dead that's not in it. Like, same with The Walking Dead video game. Um, you're playing as a girl, like a young girl, and I feel like... Oh, yeah, especially if it's, like, a girl character. Like, those, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to sound like sexist or anything, but, like, in a, an apocalyptic world, people are just, you know... They're, they're ravages. Yeah. Like... Especially dudes. <laughs> so it's like, So it's like, yeah, that would be, like... Uh, something like a topic to explore or like, or not even explore, but just like deal it would be with happening. Like, yeah, it would, yeah. It would, it would definitely, if, it, if it's happening now in a post-apocalyptic zombie world, it's going to happen a lot more. Yeah. Especially, so, especially when people like, t- like five years into the apocalypse, when things are really off the wall, like how it is in the walking dead now. Yeah. Five, 10 years in. Yeah. 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 You're right. I mean, I don't know. I guess everybody finds their own groups. So maybe they don't have to really do that. But, you know, there's those one. Those is, There are those individual people out there that are just living by themselves. Or like, I'm just. You know. I'm honestly surprised they haven't, like, come across a, a group that's, like, insane. Because you know how they always end up finding, like, the next insane group of people. Like, yeah. there's people who eat people. There's the people who wear zombie faces. I'm surprised they haven't come across a crew that's, like, literally, like, they have a bunch of people chained up. And they're just, like raping them all the time yeah i don't know i guess i guess that's too real you yeah, know it's too dark <laughs> it's too that's too real because that's too dark because it's too real um but yeah i don't know i feel like for me if i were to like do a soft reboot for the walking dead i'd i would straight up make it a horror thing like 
It's lost the horror element. That's of what it. Fear of the Walking Dead was trying to come off as, but it never really felt like that. Like, you remember the intro of Fear of the Walking Dead? Yeah. It was like the loud screeching noise, and like the screen was like shaking, and it said Fear of the Walking Dead. And then they changed it to this like uplifting, happy noise. It's like, bum, 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 something like that. Yeah. It used to be like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have I would have stuck to like the more horror element. So like they really could have. Yeah. So like and even so like it would I would make it almost like an anthology series where like every season and it'd be like six, seven episodes, you follow one character or like or a small group. It'd be and, cool if they had characters that crossed over to yeah, from but a different like, series. Yeah, but like I would like you would follow those groups, and then you know either one survives or they all survive, or none of them survive the end of the se- of the season, and it's like, you know, kind of just like showing you how terrible this world is, and then you follow another group like in a different part, like maybe Montana, and then in season two they return to the same characters, like that show we talked about last time. Um, oh yeah, 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 remember the yeah, yeah. the love and the, the love and relationship show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. from yeah. So it'd be kind of like that, where but but keep it more horror. So it's like. So yeah, the the zombies are there and they they can be scary sometimes, but it'd be more about like the people that are, are in the show, like. Or I feel like they really, they could make some really scary situations where like, which they did a little bit, like have like a character like a girl that is pregnant and she's like stranded somewhere and she has to do everything literally with like eight months or like nine months belly, kind of like how uh, what's that movie um. A Quiet Place was whenever the aliens were attacking no. and she was like going into labor. Yeah. That was like super intense. I feel like, like that could be explored, which they did a little bit. They copied this short that I saw on YouTube years prior of a pregnant person. I mean, it, no, it was a dad who had like a newborn and he got bit and he was turning into a zombie and he put like this thing on. He, he like put the baby in like in his backpack and he like put a sign on him. And then, like, made it so that when he turned, he would be chasing something walking forward. So that when they finally found him, the baby would still be okay on his back. Because the zombie was just chasing ahead of him the whole time. Um, in, in Fear of the Walking Dead, they did it with the pregnant girl. They made it, she, like, wrapped up her mouth. And she put the baby, like, on a string behind the zombie. Remember? You might not remember. Man, this must have been a while ago, because I can't remember. It was season six. Was it? Yeah, it's like, one of the last episodes. Pregnant lady... Turns into a zombie. Uh, Morgan takes the baby. You never watched season six. I watched it. I just don't <laughs> remember that moment. Yeah, it was like probably the last episode, actually. Was it the last episode? <laughs> I'm pretty sure, yeah. I thought the last episode was uh, they find out about the submarine. No, the, su- the submarine went off. Yeah. Hey, what do you mean they found out about it? That's what I'm talking about, like. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm trying to... You me... haven't seen season six. I have seen season six. Are you sure? Yeah. You, do you remember the, the submarine cannons going off and firing all over the place? Are you sure you've seen like the second... Holy You've never shit. seen the second half of season six. That's what it is. No, I have. I have to have, have, have seen it because when I started playing you it... You might be talking about the mid-season finale. It ended with them finding out about the submarine with the missiles. Hmm. So then maybe I didn't. Dude, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. Because the the, one of the last episodes was um, Alicia is with that crazy lunatic guy, and oh yeah, that's mid season, dude. And uh, and 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 wait wait wait, and they're on that little road trip where he goes to dig up his mother, and it's not his mother, 
and then they find some people from their old group back when they lived in that baseball field. Mm-hmm. And then the episode after that is where like I'm like, why don't we kill this bitch uh, from uh, what's her face, Virginia's sister? I was like, why don't why don't we kill this bitch? Like I don't like this girl. Let's kill all the girls on the show <laughs> because they, they just murder. They keep characters. killing main characters that I love. <laughs> Now I can't trust little girls. I'm like, I don't trust you. I don't trust you. It's such a cop out, dude. Like, get a a little girl who's freaked out about something to accidentally kill one of the main characters. Well, she wasn't really that. F- well, she killed him for no reason. Literally, it was the stupidest reason. The the guy just wanted to leave the show. I read in the interview. Yeah. They just had to find a reason for him to leave. And then he ended up doing another zombie thing with Zack Snyder. Did, was he in that? Yeah. Oh my god. He got killed by the t- the zombie tiger. I never saw that. Oh, dude, you gotta watch Spoilers. it. It's hilarious. Um, um, but, but no. So it's like, man, fuck. Now I gotta go make sure, double check that I. I'm positive you haven't seen it. If you if you didn't see the missiles go off. Hmm. I have to have seen it because there's only what like 13 episodes. I think there's like 18. 18. I thought 16 or 18. Shit. Then maybe I just haven't seen two episodes. Like the then. final last few. Yeah. Shit. I'm, I'm gonna go double check. Check your history if it saves. Yeah, I'll have to check because I was watching on the AMC app. Uh, I don't think it, that, that doesn't save for me. Mm. Like if I watch it on my laptop, and then I, if I go to my laptop, it'll be there. But if I watch it on my laptop and then go to my TV, it won't save any of my history. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I'll figure it out. I'll text you and be like, "Hey, dude, the last few episodes are good, man. You're in for a treat. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna spoil everything. Well, well, now you know the missiles in the submarine go off. Sorry about that. Uh, I mean, I'm not too bummed out. Like, you don't I, know who. I feel like that's what would have happened, anyways. Yeah. Like, I kind of, I kind of drew that conclusion whenever they found it. I was like, oh, they're gonna go off, and we're gonna find out in the next season whether or not people lived or died. Dude, I don't, I don't know if you're gonna believe me when I say this, but the second that the key was introduced. Which was early in the season, like I think it was episode one. Yeah, episode one. I was like, that key goes to like some type of, of like nuclear weapons. Oh yeah, that's what I thought too. The second they showed it, I was like, it was obviously that, and, and that's actually really cool. Like, yeah. how has that never been done in The Walking Dead? Like again, in The Walking Dead proper, I don't like know. someone has the keys to a nuclear missile. That's awesome. I don't know, man. It's because that's how it would be in real life. Someone would have that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be crazy. That's kind of crazy. I, in a weird way, I kind of want the world to go into an apocalypse. <laughs> Just to see, like, what kind of weird shit would we find out about the world? Dude, back when I was in high school, I was obsessed with zombies. Because of The Walking Dead and Resident Evil. Um, I can't believe back in high school I was watching The Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, but crazy. yeah, me and Andrew would always go out at, like, four in the morning. Like, back when, it, when we were in high school. And we'd, like, play, like literally play pretend in high school. Like, be, be walking around the neighborhood... Like acting like we are Rick and Shane, <laughs> like uh, going to the parks and be like, we're so stupid. Be like Shane, yeah Rick, and not like before. <laughs> That's what Shane would always say. It ain't like before, Rick. <laughs> Coral, Coral, <laughs> get over here. Um. <laughs> Now I'm just picturing you walking around. Dude, we bit. played pretend in high school. There's there's no lying about it. Hey man, it happens. We know. we had fake guns and everything. I still play Yu-Gi-Oh, so it's it's all cool, bro. We would we would pretend it was like zombie world, like but we would like sometimes we'd be Leon from Resident Evil Four and Chris from Resident Evil Four. Sometimes we would be Shane and 
Rick. I got you. But, uh, no, but, you know, you're talking about the two biggest characters in both franchises, Chris and Leon and Shane and Rick. Pretty much. And you guys just thought, none of you were like, maybe I'm Ada, you know? <laughs> no, Ada is my favorite character, though, in Resident Evil, but I didn't want to be a girl. I'm maybe a I'm Claire. <laughs> maybe you're Claire. You know, Maybe you're more of a Claire than a Chris. Claire and Jill are arguably more popular than... I mean, they're arguably just as popular as Chris and Leon. I think they're more popular than Chris, for sure. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Leon is like up there with the girls. Leon is super popular in the gaming sphere, but I feel like a general audience doesn't know him as much because he wasn't really prominent in the movies. He had like one character in one movie he was in. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, he was just in one movie. And then the others, they were like in it a lot. Yeah, mostly the women. Except Data, she wasn't. She was in it, but she wasn't like in all of them. She was in one movie, the same movie Leon was in. Yeah. Did you know she was voiced by? Spit. Did you know she was voiced by the video game actress? I think so. They dubbed over. Yeah, they dubbed over her. Her actual. That was amazing because I'm a huge fan of Ada, dude. <laughs> I I I think characters that are mysterious, sometimes evil, sometimes good, they're the best characters. Like Negan. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. They're the best characters. You're right. You're right. Um. Ted Lasso. Have you seen Ted? Have you seen all of it except the latest episode? Latest episode? Okay. What did you think of that Christmas episode? I really love that episode. Very uplifting. Doesn't I really push the story forward. Doesn't push the story, but I think there's certain things that it pushes forward. Once you watch this next episode, you'll you'll be like, oh, so this is why this. Are they trying to? I get like a friendship vibe between the main girl and Ted, but are they doing like a relationship love thing? Next episode. Next episode. Okay. Just, just um, they don't talk about it. Uh, you really have to pick up on the subtlety of certain things and moments. So, like, when you watch this next episode, all I can say, they have no interaction together, but they have some interaction. Okay. They text the whole time. What if I was right? There was, there's, there was an app introduced in the show called Banter. So, dude, did you watch? Dave. No, not yet. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> when I say that season two has the best finale ever, you're going to love it. Maybe. So Make sure you watch the last episode like fully. Don't look at your phone. Don't walk away. Just watch it completely. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? Because yeah. there are some shows where I like, I'll, like some more than other where I won't pay attention as much, you know? Right, right, right. Okay. I'll, I'll give it a shot. What's right. called Dave season two? <laughs> you know, you finished season one, right? Yeah, I finished season one. Okay. Yeah, I like uh, the one episode I like is that the breakup episode where uh, they sing that song, or they basically are just talking, but it makes that talking into a yeah. song, and I really like that super emotional sound. Yeah, that's a dude. That show I feel like is way better than has any reason to be. Oh yeah, the goofy dude from YouTube ended up. That's the funny thing, though, is that um, he, he, I guess, he wanted to be taken serious as a rapper in real life. But, but now people doing, are going to know him as this. I mean, yeah. Like, I don't really care to listen to him rap. I just like the show. I like his raps, too. They're funny. But I'm not, like, this hardcore fan. Um, but his music videos were really funny, too. I think that's probably how he got into this, yeah. like, making TV stuff. Because he was producing, like, amazing music videos. And then uh, I guess FX was like, dude, let's make a show about your life. <laughs> and uh, what's cool is um, uh, Gaeta, 
his friend, like his his hype dude. That's his real hype dude in real life. He he wasn't an actor before the show. Yeah. And he's actually really good on the show. Same with Dave. Like they weren't actors, and all of a sudden they're like these amazing actors. And Gaeta, his performance gets even better in season two, especially the finale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do they end up together? Because I was feeling a vibe there. A gay vibe? Yeah. No. Dave, really? You were feeling a gay vibe between Little Dicky and Gaeta? Yeah. No, no, no. There was like there was something there. I was like I was like They're best friends, dude. I was like, I think you I think Gaeta likes Dave. No. No? No. Damn. That's a disappointment. That would have been an interesting take. I mean, it would make a lot of sense because, like, he just he's never with his girl. He's always with these dudes. It's like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Nah, I think the show has to be about him and his girlfriend slash ex-girlfriend. Maybe. I don't know. It revolves heavily around them. Yeah, but, I mean, the girlfriend's all right. She's in it enough for me to be like, she's all right. Dude, that milking episode in season one was freaking hilarious. But I like Gator more than I like the girlfriend. I like all the characters. Like, they're all super good. I even like his manager. Can't remember. Oh, yeah, the other redhead yeah, guy. The redhead guy, yeah. I thought you were talking about the the manager from the the label that's in season two. Yeah. No. Not, no, not, not season her. two. But uh, no. So wait, is the guy in the is the redhead in season two? Yeah. Okay, good. I was gonna say he yeah. was he was probably one of my favorite parts about that season was that he was always just like so negative. Yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> um, dude, season one. I guess I won't spoil. It's like a cameo, but you probably don't even know who they are. Season one. Season two, I meant. Like, oh. the first episode has a cameo, but I don't even think you know who the artist is. Do you listen to K-pop? No. Then, yeah, you don't know. Uh, CL is in it. She was in one of my favorite K-pop groups of all time. Oh, so, it was okay. super... I was super happy to see her pop up. Gotcha. Okay. Makes she was sense. in 281. You ever heard of them? No. Uh, it's like the number two letter N-E and then the number one. 2-N-E-1? Yeah. Ah, oh, 2 one Yeah, I get I it? gotcha. So yeah, they yeah. broke up years back, but she still makes a little bit of solo music, but and it's decent, but I still their group was amazing. <laughs> I don't, we never talk about the fact that I'm a huge K-pop fan. No, I didn't even know. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I just found out right now. Oh yeah, I got I I love Two and One, Sistar, Twice. There's a bunch of groups that I love. You're nuts, man. You're nuts. But there's another cameo that you a, a, of a artist you definitely probably know. I don't know if you listen to them. Harry Styles? But, no, it's a girl. Oh, it's a girl? Uh, then probably not. I don't listen to a lot of girls. Oh. Well, Especially artists. Well, anyway, she's not an actress, but she's she's in the show, and she acts, and it's pretty dang good. Mm, okay. That's probably a loud noise in the mic whenever he did that. Yeah. <laughs> Tons of noise. Anyway, you um, want to close it out? or do, you- uh, do we have anything else? Is there anything else? Like, any other news? Uh, any other news? I don't think so. I've been playing and watching tons of stuff i've been i've been not playing but watching tons of stuff wowzers so many photos to edit dude i'm still not even done with some from the vegas one and vegas was almost like a month ago dang so it's like i'm i'm so behind that like the idea of just playing a video game is (laughs) you need to play a game you know (laughs) oh oh yeah i played through black panther the war for wakanda Mm, okay that's that's important on this show uh, sadly, the game glitched out on me two thirds through, and I watched the rest on YouTube. Oh, okay. Um, I hit a bug where it says a character wants to talk to me. I go to the character up in the war room. They're not in the right spot, and I can't talk to them, so I can't continue the game forward. Hmm. So I was like, "Well, screw this! Like, fix your game, and then you can't reset it. and do something else." I could start the whole thing over, but I was already like two and a half hours in. 
So I'm like, I'm not replaying this whole thing. That's two and a half hours in. <laughs> I'm not replaying the whole thing. Um, so it was good. The story, I feel like it was okay. Um, Christopher Judge plays Black Panther. He does a fantastic job. He plays Kratos in God of War, the new, the newer one on PS4. Okay. Um, he doesn't sound anything like Kratos. His voice is higher, and he speaks with the accent that, that they do in the movies. Um, Wait, is Chris Judge a white guy? Black guy. Okay, good. Um, yeah, Kratos. Kratos isn't white, or he is, but he's like a. He's like Egyptian. Mm, okay. um, but anyway, it was. I don't know this game. These expansions, I really thought they were going to be something more. Like back when the game came out, I, I enjoyed the campaign. My favorite parts were the moments that were quieter, or moments where you're exploring an area which isn't very like prevalent in the game that's why i think that's why that's my favorite spots like there's a section in the in the base game where tony stark lives off in a trailer it's like well this is weird but then he, uh, the, uh, the trailer starts getting attacked and of course it's tony stark so he has like a secret hatch below the trailer where he can go underground and get his suit and stuff and i thought just being underground in that area was like one of the coolest moments like moments like that throughout the campaign are my favorite playing it as uh, kamala miss miss marvel seeing her bedroom, uh, hiding from people like in the in Central Park or wherever she lives, and, and, and doing all that was awesome. But the combat, it's fun, but it's not like... I feel like it's not good enough to stand on its own with expansions that don't expand on the, on the combat. Like, every character fights the exact same. You use the same buttons to do the same types of moves. Right. And I feel like that shouldn't really be the thing. Hulk, he, first off... Some of the characters they're 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 held by they're held back by the idea that this game has to be co-op, so everyone has to be in the same vicinity at all times, basically. So Hulk, he should be able to jump like fifty feet. It's Hulk, but he can jump like ten feet. Like he can like like back a uh, Black Widow can jump further than Hulk. That doesn't make any sense. She's a human. <laughs> doesn't make sense. Um, and then like Iron Man, he can fly around. That's cool, but he goes at like the speed of molasses because you can't be flying around like super fast as Iron Man when the game is based around like co-op and working together and stuff. And I feel like maybe they could have done that, but they didn't. And the combat's not good enough. Like it's just not that fun at this point. I enjoyed Hawkeye and and um, uh, Kate Bishop. Those were the first two expansions. They had their own stories. They were more fun because it was the first time we got archers, you know. So that was cool. But it was still weird for them to do two archers in a row. I was yeah. like, what? Um, but Black Panther, I think, was supposed to come out before Kate Bishop. But anyway, they were a bit more intriguing and fun to play as. The story was pretty interesting. They were doing time stuff where you're going back in time and trying to save the old Hawkeye to bring him back to the future. And that was pretty cool. But with Black Panther, it's more like a one-off story where Claw is attacking Wakanda. It all takes place in Wakanda. Wakanda looks beautiful. You don't see much of it. There's not like a big open part of it that like I wanted. Like I was kind of hoping it'd be more of like an open world, but they didn't do that. It's more just like linear, like the rest of the, the campaign is. Which I usually love linear, but I feel like when you're playing as the Avengers, you want to be able to go places and do things and explore and jump around or swing around if you're Spider-Man, which is the next DLC expansion, Spider-Man. That's a pretty big deal. So I'm, I'm I don't know. I feel, I feel like the combat's not good enough to to keep on doing these expansions and the stories they're decent but they're not like super good gotcha gotcha 
Well. That's my Avengers rant. <laughs> this has been the Avengers rant by Brett Medlock. <laughs> Are we closing out the show? Yeah, we're closing out, guys. Uh, as always, thank you for listening. Make sure you are subscribed to us on iTunes. Please leave us a positive review. Or a negative review. I'm fine with replying to you and saying that you suck. <laughs> <laughs> I probably will read it, be sad, and yeah. move on with my life. Yeah. Basically, that's how I, uh, that's how I take negativity. I take yeah. it in. I, I used to respond. I just stopped on like YouTube and stuff. I, I used to delete the negative stuff. <laughs> I interviewed someone and they're like, how is this dork interviewing this person? And I just deleted that post. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> when it's like someone just being straight up rude, I feel like it would eat at them more if you just ignore it and delete it. Yeah. If, I mean, they probably won't even notice either way. But no, they won't if, if they did notice that you deleted their comment without responding, that would probably make them more mad. <laughs> so I'm... Yeah. I'm if it, if they're if they're being like critical, that's fine. But if they're just being an asshole, delete instant yeah. delete. Anyway, so I do it. Anyways, guys, thank you for listening, and as always, stay fresh. This has been Geeks of the Goxy, episode forty-five. Thanks a lot for watching. Be sure to check out next week. We're going to be reacting to episode three of What If, and we're going to talk more about how Oscar is all caught up on Fear of the Walking Dead. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. We'll talk to you. Guys.